I think they said, I'm expecting a miracle any day now. So that means today. That's if you need a miracle. We are blessed people that Thank the Lord, we don't need miracles. I heard someone behind me said, I need a miracle right now. You don't know what people are going through and what they were experiencing. I feel like we need more miracles around us. Those of us that are familiar with serving this true and wonderful God, he performed miracles any day now. It's amazing to me, all that we have to do is just ask. And he would do it. He want to do it because no one else can perform a miracle other than God. I just wish we could line up with the spirit of the Holy Ghost. I believe God would perform more miracles in our presence. There are times that in the medical field that even the physicians would tell you, say, I'm sorry, there's no more that we can do and they're doing the best that they can for men and all their technology and their medicine and all the chemicals and all the different things that they will prescribe to you sometimes that's not enough they do the best that they can God has left people in this earth that know the power that's in his name. And I'm so glad that I am familiar with that God. I've seen him perform miracles. There's a place Amen. They're doing everything, all type of chemicals and medicine and drugs. And I'm not putting that down or anything, but sometimes that doesn't work. And all we need is to get God to come and intervene in your behalf. And the beautiful thing about that, he says, ask. That's all we have to do. I don't know why we make that so difficult. As simple as it is, ask. And it shall be given. I'm expecting miracles. I believe in miracles. I'm a miracle. Amen. I'm here and I'm grateful and I'm thankful. 
for being here and thankful and grateful for you being here. I appreciate the knowledge of the power of God. To me, church is not just a place that we go and just come to church because it's Sunday. Church is a place where we come and learn more and more about this great Savior that we serve. And we don't just serve God just on Sunday, Sunday morning. And you can tell the difference because after Sunday morning, you don't see them on those Sunday nights, Sunday evenings. And he didn't bless us all through the week, seven days. And we give him a portion of one day. And we really feel like we've done something. I don't know how you get tired of a good thing. Amen. You go to work more than one day or half a day. Bishop's not going to fuss today. But if the spirit leads me, I will fuss. <laughs> I'm so glad to see each and every one of you all. Some of you that I don't know. But I'm glad you chose this place to come and worship your God. In the name of Jesus, I want to thank God for our wonderful musicians. They do a tremendous job. Now, I want to talk to you this morning about a message. It's not a new message. I don't think I've been, never ministered this message, but maybe just three or four verses from the book of Galatians, the sixth chapter. And this, 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 this word gives us an insight about what we experience and what we go through. And it doesn't matter how careful we are, you want to go through something. It, it, it bothers me when other believers, I guess that's what we call ourselves, when someone is going through some things, we know the devil is running loose. And instead of helping that saint, uh, we begin to get on the side of the adversary and talk about them. They're already going through enough. God's people don't act like that. I promise you I'm not going to fuss. I think the one word that we overlook is Galatians 6 and 1. Do we have that? He starts off with just a, 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 a one word. That's it. Relationship. Not hey you. Not y'all, brethren, kindred, kinship. We should care. Um, speaks of family, if you're a brother. I'm not talking about today's brother. Everybody's brother. Hey, brother, what's going on, brother man? I'm not talking about no slang. But he says something that we should gravitate to. Good to see you, Elder Sister Davis. Amen. 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 You snuck in on us, didn't you? 
and I know you was here. I have, have you up here working right now. Amen. See, he knows what to do now. He just don't don't call him. Amen. Just one verse, and then you can take your seat. But I, I like the one word, the, the kindred word, the relationship. Um, we should be familiar with each other. We should care. You know, it's something about family that causes us to do. Well, you won't do something for somebody else, but if it's family, it makes a difference. He says, brethren, I like that. It's kindred. We're brothers. We're sisters. Something happens sometimes. If a man be overtaken in a fault, he doesn't leave him right there. Ye which are spiritual. You can do something about your brother that has been overtaken in a fault. Only spiritual people can restore. Oh my. This shame I cool. Such a one in the, notice this. In the spirit of meekness. And why is that so important? Because it causes you, you should consider yourself. You have to understand if it happened to your brother, it could happen to you. <laughs> Watch this. Lest thou also be tempted. I said the first first, so you can sit down. Church is not just a place where we gather just to gather. Just going through the motion. Church is real. Nothing gets more real than church. Church is a place where it just doesn't happen at church, but if any place it should happen in church, that we have supernatural experiences. Yes, they can happen outside the church. Even outside the church, you can get, it can become churchy. You see, he made up a word. Oh, Y'all say churchy. There are times even if we're driving or when we're driving, and there are times because we have been taught and learned how to call on the name of Jesus if we're about to have an accident. Church is not just a building. It's not just a place. We're not here just to come. There is a reality greater than the reality of you and I. I'm so glad I'm not in a religion. 
one Lord, one religion, one. I'm sorry, you are correcting the leader. One law, one. Thank you. Thank you for one faith. I don't understand all these different religions. Yeah, that's that's for man. Man doesn't want to do what God is saying, so he forms his own belief, his own religion. And people that don't want to live nothing, then they're going to follow the man instead of following the spirit of God. It's not always convenient, but it's right. Something happens to us and we experience everything don't always go the way we want it to go. We need to stop hypocriting and playing games. Just because I have the Holy Ghost and been baptized in the name of Jesus, we could deal with that baptism that you all don't seem to understand. There's nowhere in the Bible where anybody was ever baptized in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I'm meddling. I'm, I'm, I'm on metal right now. You ought to be able to preach what you preach in your own church. You can't show me where anybody was baptized in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But I can show you where people were baptized or rebaptized in the name of Jesus for the removal or the remission of their sins. You all don't want to hear this. But he calls the individual brethren. Oh, I love that. It's something today that we, we have that fighting mentality that we always are against one another. Everybody wants to be against each other. But yet, everybody's supposed to be walking with God. We call ourselves brothers and sisters and until there's some type of confrontation. And, and then we are at each other's throats. But we go through things in church. Just because you're in church doesn't mean that everything goes well. You have to learn how to press your way and You have to learn how to overcome. You have to learn how to forgive. You have to learn how to love. Learn how to swallow your pride. Learn how to take some rebuke. Learn that you're not always right. Because somebody will tell you something that you need that it may not be what you want, but it's what you need. That's if you're really concerned about your soul. I'm not talking about religion. You can go to different churches and they... some religion, and you can do anything you want to do. There's no difference in the person that's in society and person in the world than you. I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm part of what you go through as well. I fight and I struggle. That's why the scripture says, I die daily. There's something we have to die out. I die out to me every day. There's something about Gary Bird. I need to die out. <clears throat> Y'all probably don't want to hear me because there are times I'm admitting Sometimes I talk to myself. And worse than that, I answer myself as too. So, so he talks to himself. Somebody says, nothing wrong with it. Well, I got somebody else talk to themselves. But something happens to us sometimes, and you, you don't look for it, you don't ask for it, but it happens. 
And what, what concerns me is when people that are supposed to understand what's going on, because if you're in the same atmosphere that somebody else is in, for instance, if you in the war zone, somebody is shooting at you as well as somebody else. We so-called Christians don't seem to understand that we're in this battle. It's an eternal battle. Even the things in, in, in society with these natural wars, if someone is injured, medic, they call somebody to try to assist the one that's been hurt or shot. We don't do much of that in the Christian faith. Yet that word Christian comes from Christ-like. Something happens and we experience something all the time. I don't look for it and ask for it. He, he, he says something to someone that understands what this individual is going through because it happens to all of us. If Satan had his way, he'd kill us all. But for the love and the grace of God, we are here. Satan would love to put his ugly hands on us, but we covered by the blood of Jesus. You know how there time we had to teach our children, you know, about the stove. Baby wants to touch the stove. Baby don't understand hot. You can say hot all you want. Baby don't understand hot. Baby never been burned before. But once baby touched the stove, from then on, baby understand hot. Don't tell baby hot no more. Baby, baby knows. Don't touch the stove. Hot, bad, burn. Certain things God allow us, no, it's not going to kill you, but allow us to experience. So you understand certain things you just don't do. It's in you to do it. We don't understand what the word of God is saying. He addresses the relationship of a near kinsman. He didn't say, hey, you or y'all. He said, brethren. Ooh, I like that. Relationship. You don't walk with God and not understand the people that you are around. Sometimes I don't understand you all. Sometimes y'all don't understand me. I understand that. That's fair. You bishop don't understand us. No, you don't understand me. You don't understand when I feel the Holy Ghost is directing me to, to do something. God is telling me to do something to help you. I'm not just doing it just to do it. Some people take it personally and they want to retaliate on me. 
excuse me for all this noise up here. I know it's going to make all that noise. My keys come open. But he didn't say, hey, you. He, he, he speaks in a kind, gentle voice. He addresses the character. As one scripture says, near kinsmen. He says, brethren. He said, if a man, he didn't say when a man, but if a man, watch this. See, that's, Lord, help me. Everybody that comes short or falls short is not trying to fail God. Sometimes we find ourselves in a situation I don't want to be in. Sometimes you say, well, how did I get in that situation not paying attention? You got too close to something that you should have stayed far away from. I'm the father of five. I remember telling my little one, they didn't understand. They were new to a stove. Doesn't matter how much you say hot, baby. Baby don't understand hot. Baby never been burned. Hot, baby, hot. No, no, no hot, baby. And then baby's mind, baby, I want to touch this stove. I'm going to touch this stove. The first chance I get, even though I'm young, I just learned how to walk. I'm going to touch the stove because baby never experienced hot. You know all about hot because you didn't burn yourself I don't know how many times in your lifetime. Just ignorant. Seems like you just can't get it together. Scars and scratches and everything else. Just, just bandages and everything. There you are. You know, how many times have I got to tell you hot? So we try to tell baby, hot baby. Baby don't understand hot. Just as soon as you hear, ah, then you turn around right by the stove. Baby understands, okay, hot. Never have to tell baby hot again. He said, if a man be over, pay attention to overtaken in a fault. And this is what we don't do in today's church. If he's overtaken in a fault, he calls him brother, so that's near kinsman. That's a relative. That's my brother. He's in the family. We used to pe- treat people different that's in the family. But if he experienced something, if she goes through something, I don't understand why we are so quick to throw that individual away because God has inv- invested in that person that you just threw away. Woo, that was profound. That went right over your head. God is investing in what you said was nothing and no good and no good for nothing. Jesus died on the cross for the one that you paid no attention to and wouldn't forgive them. And Jesus went to the cross. So not, not, oh, oh. I can't think of her name. A secular song said, what's love got to do with it? See, I knew it. I, 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 set, I set you all up. There you go. You knew it. Oh, Lord, help. I don't know what y'all do when y'all go home. Click on. You understand? 
And we know every word, too. What's love got to do? In our case, hey, hey, hey. Love has everything to do with it. It bothers me sometimes when people act like they don't know anything about love. Love is wonderful. It has nothing to do, amen, you carnal if you're in love. Love to me, even in my older age, love is good. I knew he was all carnal and lustful. God is love. Bam, got him. But some, we go through things that seem like we don't understand. We can't adjust. When I see my brother or my sister experiencing trouble and problems, the key word is overtake. In a fault. Could have said sin, but he said a fault. Watch this. There's somebody else, though, that is familiarized with what the brother is going through. Or the sister. Thank God for ye which are spiritual. It didn't say ye that are religious. There's a difference in religion and being spiritual. Being spiritual will cause you to do things that you don't want to do. Being spiritual is when there might be a confrontation with someone and you don't want to forgive them or speak to them. And being spiritual, the Holy Ghost will tell you, the Holy Ghost will tell you, the Holy Ghost will tell you, the Spirit of God will tell you, the Holy Ghost, the Ghost that's in you is holy. It will change you. It, will it won't make you. It will cause you to do the right thing. I wish I had a church that understood what I was talking about. If a man be overtaken in a fault, he doesn't leave that man in a condition where he is overtaken in a fault. That means he's wrong and he's against God and the principles of God. But there is somebody there that understands that can help this, this man. I like it. It says, ye which are spiritual. It seems like we just can't get spiritual. We can get everything else but spiritual. And he says something very, very profound, something that we can do. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can do this. Excuse me, say, brother, you can do this. One more thing, say, sister, you can do this. The problem with us is we expect God to do every, <laughs> everything. There's some things God has put in our hands. We're too evil and mean to do it. 
Better not be throwing no tomatoes up here either. Lord, pray I might be, this might be a weak day for me. I'll throw it right back at you. Pray my strength in the Lord right now. He says something very profound. Many times I've read this. I've read it. I've read it. I've read it. Somehow God can put an anointing on something and open your understanding. And there's things you, you look at this. This is just powerful, 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 powerful. If you're spiritual, I can restore. If I'm spiritual, I can restore. What we need to understand is somebody needs restoration. Don't talk about them. The next time it might be you. How many times have I read this? Then God enlightened. I wasn't even looking for this. Just put it in my spirit and I, I knew where it was. I went to it. And I began to examine this. And I missed it. If you spiritual, oh, cool, cool, man, I ought to be able to restore. People that are not spiritual cannot restore. And the thing about restoration is it's not always convenient or easy to restore somebody that's unlovable and unkind. Well, I'm not going to restore them. I'm not going to forgive them. Why? They, they ugly. They act ugly. And they are ugly. Oh, yeah, I'm just going by what you all say. You know you all say that and think that way. Somebody said, I didn't think that was funny. I didn't say it to be funny. I know how you all think. I'm your pastor. I talk to you all. You know, you all do that. I talk to you about your family problems and all those type, type of things. You know, when we get upset, I'm sorry, let me use the proper word to y'all. You, you was mad. When you get mad, you're the same person that has the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God in you. How do you come off like that? God started me off over 30 some years in the ministry, close to 40. And when I started off, I had a head full of hair. I didn't say that'd be funny. <laughs> Nothing. You see it now, don't you? You don't see it. Oh, we got laughs today, don't we? It was at one time, believe it or not, it was black. But age have caused it to lose the blackness. It's gone from gray to white. Season. Wisdom. Knowledge. Understanding, forgiveness, overcoming. In order to hear well done, we need two individuals, at least two. 
your pastor, and you. And everything I have to say is not convenient or easy for me. This is a powerful scripture. Because we deal with people. We deal with people that are unloving and unkind and unforgiving. And we deal with that. That's why there are churches. One of the most important things is ye which are spiritual. I guarantee you if I ask, let me see the hand of all the spiritual. Every hand will go out. Everybody want to be spiritual. I'm spiritual. And we'll spew some type of tongue. As, about, as the spirit gives the utterance, the spirit didn't give the utterance. Some type of tongue. He's telling the truth. He said no anointing. The thing that we need to understand when you are spiritual means you anointed. If you're spiritual, you get results. Because I can restore a soul back to God. Restore such a one in the spirit of, notice, my attitude of meekness. You can't restore somebody when you're talking about them at the same time. I knew you was going to do that. Your raggedy life, you're no good for nothing. Get up and get out of here. You'll never get that person to turn and change and come to God. Even when you know he or she didn't deserve it, you treat them like they deserve that. Talk to them very nice and kind. The way he talked to you before you got in here. No stipulations. He said, the day you hear my voice, heart not your heart. When we heard his voice, we didn't have an ounce of the Hokomosha, the Holy Ghost. When he was loving us and talking to us and telling us, come on, come on, come on, come on. Want to wash your sins away. We was unlovable and we was unkind. Doing everything we were big enough to do. He was patient with us. Yet we have no patience with anyone. It's amazing to me. I'm going to turn right around. I'm going to, excuse me for turning my back to you. I want to talk to the preachers. You notice how quiet they are? When I'm preaching real good, you're you just saying that. They listen to me? It's true. Well, maybe I should just preach like this. Because there's something about the living word of God. I don't need no fake preaching. I don't need somebody, amen, that's climbing the rafters and jumping on stuff and all this and the other. I'm serious. I just, there was an individual came in and jumped all on the pews and everything. And after the service, I said, don't ever do in my church. Don't ever come in and jump on nothing. You ain't paid for nothing. Don't jump on nothing. You're not that inspired. But y'all think that's Preaching. Preaching is doing what I'm doing, just standing flat foot and pumping the word of God in you. He tells us we have, if everybody could understand what God requires from those which are spiritual, we have the ability to restore such a one. How? In the spirit of meekness, watch this. Considering thyself. Why? I'm capable of doing the same thing. Every time somebody come in and talk to me, I think about myself as well. 
And the Holy Ghost tells me, say, you are capable, it's in you to do the same thing. As my uncle would say, that's why I'm so meek and humble. Church is a place where you have to pay attention to God because you never know what God is going to do. You don't know what direction is going to come. And it's not always easy to get along with you people. I heard one amen. Because we feel like we're all right. Isn't, isn't that right? Don't we feel? Let me see the hands of those that you know you're all right. All right, Brother Rodney. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone because I know where you live. I know who you married to. I'm going to leave it alone. I don't get to bother that. Get him. Out of the whole church. It'll be taken care of. In the, notice how, oh, Lord, help us. Lord, Lord, help us right now. In the spirit of meekness, why? Considering yourself, why? Because I could be going through the same thing. I would want somebody to take some time with me and understand me while I'm acting a fool. Lest thou also be tempted. We're talking about somebody else that was tempted and how they handled it. What about when you are tempted? See, if I wasn't an experienced minister, I, I, I would have closed shop down long ago because I learned how to preach when y'all not saying anything. Be one another burden. Bear one another. Bear one another's burdens. Sometimes you understand when people are going through things, they burden down with something. We, we don't understand what a person is going through, and we don't try to understand. We're just ready to criticize. Bear ye one another. Somebody is burdened. And so fulfill the law of Christ. It's something in us, in all of us. We haven't made it yet. We're struggling. We're working. Israel could not get to the promised land in Egypt. Israel had to leave Egypt and go through the desert, and to get to the promised land, they had to go through something. They had to experience, experience some things. There's a scripture that warns all of us. This is a humanity scripture because all of us are capable of doing this. If a man think himself to be something, whatever that means, If a man think, if anyone think he is too great to stoop to this, this is the translation, he is fooling himself. I cannot get to things of God until I humble myself. If a man think himself to be something, now, that's something. I, I know I can't get through all of this, and I'm not going to try. But most of us are guilty of this, verse 3. I know you're not going to do it. I'm not going to ask. I'm going to ask. I repent. Because most of us, just be honest. You don't have to raise your hand. Most of us think that we're all about that, don't we? 
We think we're something, don't we? I knew, I knew, I knew one hand was not, was not going to go up. That's all right. But most of us, because, see, I talk to you in that room, and I get the truth about you. But out here, because other people can see you, I don't think I'm that bad. Or maybe I should have asked that. Let me see the hands of those that you're not that bad. Is that faith? All right, I understand. All right. She's your sister. Okay. See, no hands are going up because you would be indicting yourself. But the bottom line is, why didn't you raise your hand? Because we actually think we're all about that. Well, help me out here. You just left me. I'm the only one up here. How many of you feel I'm not that bad? All right. I start to call your name, but I'm not going to put you out there like that. Uh, but I will deal with you later. Had to laugh himself. I'm not that bad. You're not that good. I need all the help. I do. That I can get. I don't need nobody criticizing me. Just tell me the truth. I already know what I need to overcome. Sometimes we can't help a person by talking about them. You're no good. You're born no good. You're no good for nothing. And so-and-so, your mama born, your mama said this and the other, and so-and-so, and so. You can't help some, no, nobody like that. We're in church now. I need somebody to understand me in a way that the world never understood me. I need someone to love me the way that no one ever loved me. Because church love should be real love. It should be, it should be God love. It should be a different love. It shouldn't be that bim bam. Thank you, ma'am. It's something that should stick. When you're somewhere messing up, somebody's there like Jesus. You cannot say all of us that have the Holy Ghost. If I would ask you, let me see the hands of those that have the Holy Ghost. Perhaps every hand would go up. You haven't been that good all the time and God was still good to us. Have you ever thought about that? We have not always worked circumspectly and God was still good to us. I'm going to leave that with you. I'm, gonna leave. I, I'm not going to meddle. Uh-uh. You know, you know, you know you have not always walked circumspectly. If God would just pull the sheet back on you and let everybody else see you. you glance oh God thank you that's why we ought to be thankful to the Lord I thank you the first thing you do when you fall on your knees the Lord I thank you Lord thank you for not exposing me and Lord thank you for not embarrassing me and 
Lord, thank you for causing me to be an overcoming. And Lord, thank you. Just, just first of all, before you ask, don't get down there begging and asking for nothing. Get yourself straight. Say, Lord, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, I appreciate you. Lord, I just want to thank you for another day. Thank you, Lord. I feel your anointing. Lord, I thank you. We as a people, we're going through things. And all we're doing is doing what Satan wants us to do. We turn on each other and we're vicious. But in the spirit of meekness. That's what the scripture says. Considering thyself. Lest thou also, uh uh-oh, be tempted. While you're talking about somebody else, it could have been you. Have you heard anything? Mm-hmm. I heard. I got the scoop on it. Yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. They did so and so and so. No, really? So and so and so and so. Mm-hmm. Who was it? So and so. No. Uh huh. There you go. Have you heard anything? Yeah, I did. What happened? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling nobody. Because that's my brother and that's my sister. I'm going to do everything I can to help my brother and my sister. Back in the day before salvation, when you fought one bird, you had to fight them all. And my sisters were fighters. They could fight. They could thumb. And when reputation got around, said, don't, don't mess with them. All of them will fight. You fight one, you have to fight them all. I shouldn't have said that. I'm getting too many people. Amen, Amen, Pastor. Amen. Do you know we don't do that in the the church, in the spirit? If it's my brother or sister going through something, I got to join in with my brother. That's if you're right. Now, I can't help you if you're wrong. He says something that we don't do too much today. At least we don't hear about it. Bear ye one another's burdens. Because sometimes what the scripture is telling us, some of us are burdened down. You, you, you don't understand why a person is acting the way that they're acting because they're burdened down. They're under some type of pressure. Hey! People are going through things. And we come in here and we pretend, we dress up and we pretend that everything is all right. It's not all right. Some of us are going through some things. He says, bear ye one another's burdens, plural, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Somebody's going through something, help them whatever they're going through. He didn't tell us to meddle with people when they're going through, because sometimes you don't realize why you're going through something. Then the scripture says this. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, 
No, uh, 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 I didn't tell you all to read ahead of me. See, y'all want to get away from that nothing, didn't you? The scripture is saying there's some folks that actually think there's something when what? That hurt you all to say that, didn't you? The Bible said that. There it is. If a man think himself, see, this doesn't come from God. He thinks, and you know, there are some self-centered people, conceited. Nobody told them that. There are some people, now watch this, and I'm going to have to, excuse me, I'm going to turn back to you all. There are some people, I'm going to just talk to the three of you all, because I don't know what's going on back here yet. I'm going to turn back. They actually think they're good looking. Oh, I want you so bad. But I know you all not going to do it. I would love to say, let me see all the hand of people that are good looking people. I can understand the kids, but you're just too old for that here. I'll talk to you later. Well, she thinks, she, well, praise the Lord. If she's good looking, she's good looking. Let's be honest. Let me see the hands of the, all the good looking people. You know you're good looking. You know, I do have the power to put you out. Ain't going to be on the front row, too. And he just did it. But the thing about it, he's honest. Because some of you, some of you think you're good looking. Tell the truth, right? There are things in us, if it wasn't for God, we just messed up. You all don't like to see yourself as that, but I wonder why this scripture is here. He talks about and he lets, allows us to see, as you always say today, you all of that in a bag of chips. I never understood the bag of chips, but that's what y'all say. If a man think himself, he thought this himself, nobody told him, but he thought himself to be something. And the scripture said when he is nothing. Uh-oh, he deceiveth himself. Certainly you shouldn't come to church to get a word like this because all of us are saved. But let every man prove his own work and then shall he have rejoicing in himself, watch this, alone. I don't need nobody to help me lift Jesus. I know that's right. The song says, help me lift Jesus. I don't know about you, but I have had church all by myself. It's she am I. And not in another. I had church all by myself. Stay by myself. Turn off the television and turn on my music. And I have, as y'all say, church. See, nobody's in there. I'm there. And God's there. And I can come out. I can feel the presence of the Lord. See, you, you can't really understand God until you know how to enjoy God all by yourself. 
the scripture didn't say when we think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done. It didn't say when we, it's when I think of the goodness of Jesus. It starts with me, by myself, nobody else. You got to learn how to enjoy Jesus all by yourself. When I think of the goodness of Jesus. The Bible tells us that every man prove his own work. Then he shall have rejoicing in himself. Watch this. Alone. And not in another. For every man shall bear his own. There it is. Burden. But he tells you why you have a burden. You can rejoice. You just read it. Is that what the scripture says? So what, what, what the scripture is saying, to, even though we are burdened down, and we can be burdened down with some things. Now, my grandson got up and testified, and I'm proud of you, grandson. I really am. That's my grandson. He's getting ready to make Now, he makes good money anyway. He's a workaholic. His daddy was like that. His mother's like that. They, they work. His grand, grandparents are like that. He's getting ready to make some money, though. So I'm going I'm to ease up on him and everything and butter him up and everything. Maybe he'll drop me off something. <laughs> Here, granddad. I'm going to take it, too. You know, he's grinning. Oh, no, no, I'm going to take it. And don't give me no chump change, either. Because you're going to be making some good money. I heard you. I heard everything you said. And the rest of it, I got a lot of witnesses. Take care of granddad. All right? Where's my other one? There he is. He's standing back here. He's, he's, been, he's saved now, saints. He's on his post. I'm telling you, God is speaking to us. You come to church to get instruction. Every, every message is not a shouting message. Most people do not get verse 6. Let him that is taught in the word. People get everything other than the word. Communi communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. We get everything other than good things in the church. I believe when you come to the house of God, it should change you. Do we struggle at times? Yes, we do. Stop lying. Sometimes we up, sometimes we down. But don't stay down. Repent, confess, and forsake. Stop lying. We come in and we pretend. We're hypocritic. We struggle sometimes. God helps us to overcome. I need to overcome me. I'm still fighting myself. Paul said, I die. He didn't say, I die yearly. Every day I got to die out to this old man. He tells us, God is concerned about us. When we come to the house of the Lord, we should learn something about ourselves. The Bible talks about rejoicing and enjoying the spirit and the presence of the Lord. The greatest thing that ever happened to me in my entire life is feeling the anointing of God. Sometimes I just mess with it because it's there. I like feeling that. 
For in him we live, we move, we have our being. I'm home by myself, and there are times I just, I, just, I just feel him. I just elevate my mind, and I say, Lord, I love you. Just like that. And I wasn't playing, and that's not, I'm not playing, but that's the whole echo. That's the Holy Ghost. How many like feeling the Holy Ghost? Sometimes you see couples, they holding their hands and walking and carrying on. They don't care. They're in love. That's the same way to ought to be with God. If you're in love, you ought to be close to him. And he's close. He's so close to us, he gets in us. I like feeling the anointing of God. That's right. Elder White said there's nothing like it. That's true. I wouldn't go to a dead church. I, I'm serious. There are times I'm by myself and I elevate my mind and say, Lord, I love you. And I get a response. You know what? I'm going to just keep on doing that until one day I'm going to get the big response. The Bible is here to feed our souls. The Bible says, let every man prove his own work. Every message is not one of those messages where the preacher sticks his finger in his ear and heists his leg up and says, oh, y'all like all of that. I'm not saying nothing wrong with it. If I get inspired, I'll heist my leg up. Just won't be for long, but hey. See, that's not right. Those are hurtful things. Now, you all got a good laugh off of that because you all can imagine that. He can't hold his leg up for more than two seconds. But he speaks to us in a way where we understand everything doesn't always go right in this life. And you can have the Holy Ghost. Just don't get caught up if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing. Pay attention to that. When he is nothing. God is making us something because God knows that we're nothing. The Bible says, you are nothing. But let every man prove his own work. And then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone. In himself alone. Some rejoicing is alone rejoicing. Now, there are some people, and, and, and I'm not criticizing you. Please don't, don't stop rejoicing. I'm not criticizing you. I love people, seeing people rejoice in the spirit. I do. Some of us, we just don't like to be seen. We don't like people looking at us or we feeling like that. And that's why the Bible even tells us because he says, don't quench the spirit. I do believe that if we would let go and let God, as the song that we sing, the blessings... Go up. The praises go up. Think about that. The praises go up. Then that causes the blessings to come down. That's why he tells us not to quench the spirit. He's telling us how to be blessed. I couldn't last in a dead church. The Bible said, for in him we live, we move. We have our being. 
I have to feel God. I like feeling the anointing of God. Some people are so used to dead churches like going to a funeral all the time. They're not used to the movement of God in their soul. You can actually feel the anointing of God. And I like when it takes on to the whole church. It starts maybe with one person. And then it catches fire with somebody else. And then somebody else catches fire from that other person. Then the next thing you know, the whole church is up, which is a good thing. Something about when we come into this place. This church, this building is not what is so special. Just keep us out of the elements. But what we have in our bodies, the Holy Ghost, is what's special. There's something about joining in with somebody else when they are praising God, when God just brought them some, through something and God broke that yoke. I don't know if y'all understand that. God, you, you've been yoked to something for years. and God finally broke that yoke and set you free and you are delivered and something that had you bound. We used to sing a song, I was bound. But he was. He set me free. I used to be bound. Amen. I don't know if you all understand that. How many have ever been bound to something? Couldn't pray your way out of it. Couldn't fast your way out of it. But somehow because of the mercy and the kindness of God, I used to be bound. I'm no longer bound. I'm free. And then when you begin to get free, when God free you, don't, let, don't allow nobody to tell you to sit down on Jesus. You better go on and praise God like you have lost your mind. You've been bound for so long. Feels good to be free. We used to sing those songs. I was bound, but he set me free. Do y'all remember that song? I was bound. Y'all don't know that song. It's an old song. But he set me free. You remember that song? I was bound. And then, mm, Thank you, Jesus, for what? For saving me. What? And back at just you know you know what she did that? You know what? Because she's all by herself. Because you can you can praise God when ain't nobody around. Hey! Nobody's around. Know how to praise God all by yourself. Whether you're on your job or in your car, it don't matter. You just start praising God and blessing God. Amen. All by yourself. You don't always need a congregation when I think of the goodness of Jesus. When I, not we, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. What happens? My soul. And I love this part. We haven't got to it yet, but I think we're on our way. The Bible tells us not to quench the spirit. God is so tired of us. He anoints us. We say, no, no, thank you, Jesus. But I want to anoint you. No, 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 thank you. Everybody's looking at me. People not looking at you. And if they were, so what? Get your dance on. You've been going through something and for something for so long, you act like you forgot how to shout. In him we live, we move, we have our being. I don't know about you, but I like feeling the other corner of my, oh, oh. 
I like feeling the anointing of God. You know why? Because every time this man is fighting, this, I'm in a battle, I'm in a struggle at times. I fight me every day. That's why the Bible said I die daily. You die out, what's it, uh, Saturday and then Sunday, he's back. That, that demon is just as faithful, and I'm faithful too. I know I rebuke him every day. I know how to say the blood of Jesus against you, Satan. Do you all know how to use the, come on, Sean, the blood of Jesus? Do you all, that's kind of old-fashioned. Do you all believe in that, the blood of Jesus? Let me hear you say that. Listen, you can't mess with that without getting touched. And somehow when you all say it, it, it acted. You got a reaction. When you said the blood of Jesus, every demon in hell had to step back. You can't mess with that. Anytime you're going through something, all you got to do is sit down, elevate your mind. The blood of Jesus, every demon in hell had to back up. It works. That devil don't want us to know this. And you know they know something about the blood of Jesus. The power of God. Because he lost on Calvary. When that blood came streaming down. <laughs> yeah my. You know, I'm going to move on and I'm going to finish. I'm going to quit. Because you, uh, you can't mess with that. Something you got to do is prove his own work. Then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone. I've seen that before. I've seen some people just over there rejoicing, moving. In him we live, we move. Say, so why are you doing that? I'm in the spirit. I'm rejoicing in God. God spoke to my spirit. If something is wrong with you, help them rejoice. They might have been going through something for years and God set them free. Don't be trying to stop them. Get with them. Rejoice with him. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Watch this in my conclusion. The 
God just spoke a word to me, so that pause was I was listening. Is she uh pay attention to the word of God. If you have your Bibles open, turn to Galatians, the sixth chapter. Verse 7. We're going to conclude like that. I was going to read it, but I want this to be in your spirit. Your life is going to change today. If you, if you listen to God. Galatians 6 and 7. Do you have it? Would you please read? Stop, stop. You all read too fast. Don't be fooled. Don't be tricked. Don't be deceived. God is not what? For whatsoever a man plants, that shall he also reap. Whatever you are planting is going to come up. You're unloving. You're unkind. You don't forgive. That's what's coming up. Don't get upset with nobody. You did that. Here he come, Brother White. For he that soweth to his flesh. A lot of us have experienced that. Don't raise your hand. Some of us have sown to the flesh. Shall of the flesh reap corruption. Don't get upset with nobody else. You did that. And you wonder why doors don't come open because you're too busy sowing to the flesh. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life ever come on, everlasting. And let us not be, what? Weary in well-doing. See there? See you all? Your spirit's already speaking back to the word of God. You hear the tongues coming forth? He said, don't be weary. Don't give up. Don't become discouraged. Don't get tired. For in due season. You know, so many times people want to impress people. And they stand behind the pulpit. Every message is not a shouting message. But you get that message down in you. It'll carry on in this week. Help you to overcome things. Yes, the scripture says this. But let us not be weary in well doing. Satan will tell you it doesn't work. It's not going to happen. God's not going to bless you. That's why you're going through what you're going through. Because God is upset with you. And this, and he t because he saints, listen to me. Satan is a liar and there is no truth in him. That's the word of God. Y'all didn't get that. You already went right over your head. But, but nah. 
How can you believe anybody that there is no truth in them? He lies to us all the time, and you all listen to him all the time. God tell you something, and you all doubt it. Satan tells you something, and you believe it. But he that soweth in the spirit shall in the spirit reap life everlasting. So let us not be weary in well-doing. Uh-oh. Point to somebody next to you, in front of you, or behind you. Say, for in due season. Elder Demery, in due season. I'm, I'm almost through, but I, I got to just say a few more things. Brother Oman, in due season. <laughs> I wish I had some believers right now. Sister Pittman, in due season. Deacon Julian, in due season. What'd you say? Tell somebody next to you, I'm going to let you go in a few minutes and say, it's going to happen. It has to happen because God can't lie. Whatever your situation was, it doesn't exist. Hey! We're in the due season. The season that things happen. Due season. He said, ye shall reap. If what? If what? what you're going through. I don't have to know what you're going through, but you're going to reap. I feel it. You're going to reap in due season. If you faint not. Tell somebody, say, don't faint. Tell something, don't faint. <laughs> I don't know who that was. <laughs> Woo, I feel that. I feel so sorry for some of you. I don't feel the anointing of God. You shall reap. I shall reap. I'm reaping right now. I haven't fainted. I'm looking forward. I'm expecting it. It already has started. I can feel him in my hands. I can feel him in my feet. I can feel him all over me. You shall reap.
Tell somebody, say, don't fall out. Don't become unconscious. I, re I'm a, I refuse to be hindered. He said, the Bible, Bible can't lie. The word of God cannot lie. It says, ye shall reap. If you don't become unconscious. If you faint not. Tell somebody, I said, wake up in here. I'm going to let you go, but, you know, sometimes you need to, sometime in the same house, you need to wake up. A family member said, wake up, wake up. Tell something. Now, if they roll their eyes at you, leave them alone. Don't bother them. Leave, let them sleep. But, but those that have the Holy Ghost won't do you like that. Just tell somebody, say, wake up. I don't know about you, but I'm waiting on mine. I can feel the power of God. I can feel the power of God right now. You shall reap. The word of God cannot lie. You shall reap. I don't know about you. I don't know how you believe. You shall reap. So the scripture says. It can't lie. That's right. I'm reaping. Oh, I ain't gonna faint. I'm gonna praise <laughs> Hallelujah. You shall reap if what? Tell somebody, say, don't faint. You shall reap. Don't, don't worry about all the stuff you're going through. Watch this. This is the key. You're going through things because God has given you the ability to go through. If Scott not shot, if Satan could have stopped you, he would have stopped you a long time ago. But he can't, he cut him a shot. He can't stop you. That's why we're still here. I feel something in here. Hey! somebody next to you say he can't stop you church the reason why you're here because you can't be stopped God got your back the reason why we are still here the reason why he's still opening doors, the reason why he's still blessing us, the reason why he's still keeping us, the reason why he's still encouraging us. There's a blessing on the horizon. And I'm going to praise my God until I get it. How many can feel the presence of the Lord? Tell somebody he's still here. Yeah, yeah, my, uh, uh, uh. 
the song we used to sing. I can feel him in my hands. We don't sing that no more. It's kind of an elementary song. We ought to go back and get some of them old songs. Simple, not my, simple songs. Not so much profound, but just simple. I can feel them in my hands. I can feel them in my hands. I'm going to let you go. I promise I'm going to let you go. Just as soon as I can feel them in my hands. Thank you, sir. Hey! Sister Angela, I can feel him where? In my hands. I promise I'm going to let you go. People got to go. But I can't feel them in my hands. When I think of the goodness of Jesus. All you got to do is just think about the goodness of Jesus. Watch out. I can feel them in my hands. Tell somebody next to you and say, I can feel them in my hands. Watch this. I can feel him in my feet. What that means is I can feel him in my hands. I can feel him in my feet. God's already doing something for us. Even when we haven't done that much for God, God's already, I have already blessed you before you've done anything. I'm going to bless you. There's a blessing in this place right now because I can feel him in my hands. I can feel him in my feet. But that's not enough. That's not enough. myself am I I said I can feel him <laughs> I can feel him all over me we used to sing this song God's not dead we don't sing that no more so I said I can feel him in my hands I can feel him in my feet I can feel him all over me. Hallelujah. Who used to get happy on that song? I can feel him in my hands. 
used to be a time we would be dancing on that song. I'm so glad to see Elder Davis because I remember he would dance. He said, Elder Davis, when's the last time you danced? Not that long ago. <laughs> Good seeing you, Brother Mark. Those of you that are in the congregation, ask somebody, say, when's the last time you danced? You know why y'all are not dancing? Y'all don't have nothing to dance about. Because God didn't stop blessing you all. God don't do the things he used to do for you. What you say? He's doing it? I'm going to let you go. Paul had it like this. He said it like this. See, a lot of times we wait for other people to get us in the shouting mode. You don't do that. Paul said, I think myself happy. If I could get just a few people to think yourself happy. You don't always need no music. I just think myself happy. You have to already know and understand God's going to do this thing for me. Listen. I believe it's going to, it's already started. It's going to start. This is the first day of the week. Before you get to next Sunday, you and shouted your victory and received your victory and overcame your victories. And you thank God for that because God has given us everything that we need to walk with him. We are successful people. The song said, I can feel him in my hands. I can feel him in my feet. And then there's another part. Uh, I can feel him all. How many can feel him all over you? I'm going to let you go. Take this message with you. Doesn't matter what you're going to face this week. Jesus is in this week. If you're in this week, don't worry about it. God will bring you through. Amen. Perhaps there's somebody here. that have not been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission, the removal of your sins. Does anybody here want to be baptized right now? Anyone? Want to be baptized? Have your sins washed away? Anyone? Hey, your mom.